Welcome to episode 29 of the Chill In Your Boot podcast. I've got a huge guest today. He's a man who will likely need no introduction in a few years' time. He went with pick one in last year's AFL draft, Matt Rowell. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, boys. Good to be here. No worries. We'll get into it. I'll just take us through your early days and where you discovered your passion for footy and did you always dream of playing AFL? In 2018, the Chargers marginally went down in the TAC Cup Grand Final by a goal, but you were named best on. Can you describe what I imagine was a bit of a bittersweet day for you? Yeah, um, no, that was, that was such a hard day. That one, you know, that game really stung a lot. Probably one of the hardest losses I've, I've ever had. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it was, uh, we got so close and... Um, yeah, we had a really good year that year and our finals build up was really good and then to just fall short. Yeah. Um it was yeah. Uh, it was a really good good group of blokes as well. Um and yeah, it's a I mean it was a I was uh, pretty honored to win the best one, but at the end of the day that didn't really mean much, um, compared to the last. Yeah. 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 Last year you took your game to the next level being selected for Vic Metro for the second time as well as receiving all Australian honours for your performance at the national champs, were these always aspirations of yours? Um, I wouldn't say those individual things were aspirations. Um, like I, I went into my top age year, um, knowing that if I played my best footy, I'd be able to, you know, make a big metro team. Yeah. Um, so all I wanted to do was just focus on playing my best footy, and I guess those those things are kind of the things off the back of hard work. So, um, yeah, you, you, you usually go out there to play the best footy and you get rewarded if you work hard. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, you attended Carey Grammar. Can you give us an insight into the dynamic between school footy, NAB League and Vic Metro and what determines where you play and train and those kinds of things? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit tricky, actually. Um, so there's, a, there's a lot going on, obviously, Year twelve, you got your study, and then yeah. you, know, you play for three teams. Yeah. So, 
it's it's hard to stay uh, on track of everything in that year. But um, obviously, school footy uh, took preference over that league, um, and it was so I was able to play the first three games of that league. Yeah. Because um, that started before it, and then I'd play the school season, which was ten days. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then. For like um, bias for school, kids don't play for hopefully that week. Um, yeah. After that, um, and then once the school season was done, go back and play for hopefully, um, and that was usually with about two games to go left of the uh, home away season. Yeah. Okay. Finals. Yeah. Uh, and then with Vic Metro, it was um, Vic Metro kind of takes precedence over everything. Uh, so. Um, yeah, the end of there for that, then you uh, play those those four games to be lucky enough to. Yeah, cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned that you completed Year Twelve last year. So, um, how do you juggle your footy commitments with your schooling? Um, yeah, it's always a uh, important uh, topic and can be pretty hard at times. I've uh, last year I've, I found it quite hard at times to. Uh, um, to keep a good balance of that, um, especially because footy's always been such a big part of my life. Yeah. And then, um, as you know, you, you know the draft's getting closer, and you can kind of see yourself being able to make a career of it. it uh, you know, it's hard not to just yeah. think about footy all the time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, so the thing that I kind of took into the year was that, you know, whatever I'm doing, so that was school at that time, just put all my energy into that. And yeah. Then, once I'm out of school and I'm training, that's the thing I'm focusing on, giving that 100%. So, yeah, that was my, my main thing. Yeah, definitely a good mindset. And last year you went one step better with the Chargers, winning the Nabilly Grand Final, and you won back-to-back best-on-ground medals. How pleasing was it to get some redemption from the previous year, as well as contribute so greatly once again? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, that was everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a, a really sweet day, that one, and... Uh, yeah, um, I remember the um, when we lost the year before. I was just I was thinking, oh, we've got to make it back next year and um, and and go one step further with the granny. So it was just one of those feelings of um, satisfaction um, and yeah, just um, everything kind of came together. And it's always that's the best thing about putting winning flags with your mates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was yeah, I was happy I could put in a good performance as well. So yeah, it was a good day. Yeah. And basically from the start of last year, you were touted as a, as a number one pick. Do you feel any extra pressure off the back of that? Um, yeah, I get asked that a lot. And uh, for me, it actually, I didn't, I didn't feel as, as though it was any more pressure, to be honest. Like, yeah, okay. Um, I was just going out and playing footy. And, you know, people can you know, make assumptions on, on where you're going to go or, you know, they can always critique your footy. Um, but at the end of the day, you've got to listen to the people that are most important, you know, your coaches, your family, your mates. So I try not to listen too much of it. Yeah. Um, and focus on the more important things, you know, like I said before. So yeah. I didn't, didn't have too much pressure. Yeah. And then in November, you realise your dream is Gold Coast picked you with pick one. How special a night was this for you? Yeah, um, so special. Um, as like I said before, it's what I've dreamt for for you know, my whole life. So to be able to 
to live that dream. Um, it was uh, the Sunday I'll never forget. Um, yeah. Thanks for my family to be there as well. Um, yeah, they, I could have done it without them. So this is a really special night. And we also, you can kind of, on draft night, sit, sit back and kind of look back at your junior career and um, think of all the hard work you put in to get yeah. there. So it was just a, just a good night. Yeah. And it was well documented all year about your relationship with Noah Anderson. How amazing was it for him to not only go the pick after you, but also to the same club? Yeah, no, that was uh, that was awesome. Yeah, um, I couldn't have really asked for a better better scenario. Um, we were kind of um, saying throughout the whole of our draft year, like uh, since probably the last year we probably played together. So yeah, let's make it good. And then um, we had obviously things we as things were getting closer. There was talk about you know maybe. Well, first game in the second pick, so um, yeah, it felt pretty pretty well, and I'm stoked to be able to be at an AFL club with Noah now. We're really good mates, and it's made the transition a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. After what was no doubt a grueling, grueling pre-season, you made your AFL debut earlier this year. Despite the circumstances being no crowd and such, what was your first taste of AFL footy like? Like, I, I love the experience. Um, going up against Port Adelaide on a good side. Yeah. Um, and learn a lot, a lot off some of their midfielders. Um, and, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty weird, though, with that crowd. Um, but uh, you kind of forget about it once you're in the game. Yeah. Um, it was more just in the warm-up. You're kind of looking around, and it's just um, bare stadium. Uh, yeah. I guess it's kind of a good story I can tell. Um, yeah. And I'll finish my career about making my debut in front of no one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but it was a um, good experience and, um, yeah, hopefully more to come. But your family were allowed to come and watch the game at the ground, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were up in the, up in the box. Um, so, yeah, at least, at least a family could come and share the experience. So, yeah. pretty happy that they were able to do that. Yeah. And obviously... Given the current climate, there's plenty of uncertainty surrounding footy, but what's the advice been from the club and how are you managing training and all that sort of thing on your own? Yeah, um, yeah the club's message was just um, uh, it's, it's, it's something out of our control, so we can't really control it. The best we can do is kind of have a good, positive mindset towards it. And I think uh, the thing for me at the moment is uh, just trying to get better over this time and so whether that's gym work or, or running, yeah. and uh, try and get an edge over people who might not be doing enough in this time. So everyone's in the same boat, so it's just who's going to have the uh, stronger mindset um, to get through the best they can. Because we, we know footy's going to come back um, in whatever form it's going to be, but uh, I guess it's just having that positive mindset and staying, staying fit. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's all I've got for you, man. Oh, sorry, Ben, you go. Is there anything away from footy that you sort of, that you, any hobbies or that sort of thing that you're sort of using in this time? Or um, Yeah, I'm a pretty keen gardener actually, so I like to get out outside and do a bit of that. And I've, I've done a bit of that since coming home, so it's been good. Kind of, it's pretty relaxing and something I like to do, get, get my head out of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, to, listen to music a bit, so there's a few yeah. things. And was the advice from the club to come back to Melbourne rather than stay up in the Gold Coast? Um, yeah, like, ultimately it was our decision what we wanted to do, but 
the club thought it was good, especially for the uh, the younger boys to uh, to get back home to their families and because it's going to be for, for a while. So yeah. I think that was the best the best choice. Yeah. yeah. Were you living with a host family, um, or were you in with a couple of teammates? Um, so me and I were working together at um at Mark Evans's place, so who's uh, the CEO oh. of the club. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so him and his, his wife, Lynn, um, we're both uh, living with, with them. So, so yeah, they're, they're really good. They're happy with folks That's yeah. awesome. Well, that's all we've got for you, Matt. We really appreciate your time. Uh, we wish you the best of luck for this year, whenever it goes ahead, and the rest of your career. Thanks, boys. No worries. That was, that was good. Thank you. Just following on from this episode, I'd like to... Give a massive thanks to Lee Clark once again for helping us obtain this guest. Thanks, Lee.